This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. Hello, this is Scott Wells for the MagicWordPodcast.com. This past week was the International Brotherhood of Magicians Annual Convention in Pittsburgh, which I was unable to attend, but I do plan to go to the SAM convention in New Orleans next week, unless something prohibits that, because I've got a lot of things going on in my life, not the least of which I just am in the process of moving from Houston to Georgetown, Texas, which is a suburb just north of Austin. So that may take up uh, some of my time trying to get some things done before I get out of here sometime in September, I suspect. And speaking of September, I am planning to go to Munich, Germany and go to the Oktoberfest uh, this year. I had to postpone that trip from 2020 for some obvious reasons there. And so I know we have a lot of listeners in Germany. And when I had uh, mentioned that a few years ago, I had some wonderful friends and listeners who said, hey, while you're here, I'd like to be able to show you around a little bit and maybe we can go and have a beer do some magic somewhere and perhaps we can pick that up where we left off last time so if any of you are listening in germany and want to uh, host me or at least kind of show me around your town i'd love to do that I'll be in Germany from September the 16th through the 24th, and I hope to be able to see a few German magicians and some of my listeners while I'm there. So if you are interested in getting together, you can contact me through email or a variety of other ways. I'd love to uh, spend some time with you guys while I'm over there. I want to get right to our guest here this week, Buddy Farnan, who is an amazing gentleman, and he has certainly lived a life of firsts, and he was a pioneer in children's television magic shows. He was Buckskin Joe and in uh, on television station in Buffalo. He was also manager, general manager of Fun Town in Atlanta, and they did uh, several kinds of television shows with kind of a peanut gallery, just a bunch of kids that were in the audience as well, and showing cartoons and doing magic. And this was back in 1960s, early 1960s. And he has also served uh, working with uh, advertising agencies and uh, things he has done that have been some firsts are just uh, amazing. And uh, the people he has met along the way, and at 89 years old, he just has a great recollection and a wonderful sense of humor. And I know that you're going to enjoy hearing from our guest this week. Please welcome my friend, Mr. Buddy Farnan, here on The Magic Work. I come to Buffalo each year for the uh, 4F convention. That's Fector's Finger Flicking Frolic. And there is a gentleman here who I got to know many years ago. And uh, although I didn't live in the area, I heard uh, that he was a predominant figure on the television uh, out here in Buffalo for a long number of years. And someone who a lot of people said they grew up seeing him on television and other kinds of shows that he has done. And he is uh, a living legend. And I'm surprised that we just haven't had the chance to talk before. But I've been wanting to sit down and talk with him with a more extensive conversation. And now is that chance for me to talk with Buddy Farnham. Hey there, Buddy. How are you, man? Uh, you flatter me. <laughs> the, the legend part. Well, I, I get goose pimples. You have done done so much and you have influenced so many people's lives i'm sure you've had 
I started to say kids, adults who were kids who come up to you then and say, I remember X, Y, Z, you know. And when they say, what is it that they remember most about you uh, when they say that? What, I mean, you, you get those compliments, I'm sure, all the time. Well, I used to have a television show here that was uh, uh, it was really an advertising uh, element for uh, an amusement park called Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. And Long I before the television show, Fantasy Island, with uh, right. Mr. Rourke. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> and um, uh, it just happened that uh, I had been in two other amusement parks. Oh. And in Buffalo, uh, the, the television show, <laughs> yeah, my uh, better half always kids me, uh, was... Buckskin Joe. Buckskin Joe. That was your name yeah. for the show? Okay. Isn't that terrible? Did you wear buckskin? I mean, like yes. in the fringe and oh, all that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah. I was at the, <laughs> the amusement park was uh, had a, a Western theme. And, yeah. And we had shows and can-can dancers and, yeah. and the like. And it was... Uh, uh, yeah, the shootouts and all that kind of stuff, I guess. And, oh, yes. And mm-hmm. it was broadcast in uh, Toronto, Rochester... Buffalo, and then I went on to uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I had a television show in Atlanta, too. And, and you weren't Buckskin Joe there, I assume. No, I said I'd never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that, I'm moving on. Never do that again. I remember yeah. my brand-new wife was with her gang one time, and, and they were yeah, talking about their husbands, and one said, my husband's a doctor, another mm-hmm. one said, oh, my husband's a, a, a lawyer. Yeah. And Jean said, my husband's a cowboy. <laughs> you got uh, us beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a breakout thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, in Atlanta, uh, it was another amusement uh, facility, amusement mm-hmm. park, a theme park. It was called uh, Fun Town, okay. and for seven years they it was operated, but uh, never made a dime. Now, what years would that have been? It was uh, sixty when I was there. I got there at uh, sixty four, sixty five. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the park I did everything that I did all the other parks, and that was the first time that they. Oh, the reason that I went to Atlanta was to see that the amusement park was integrated. Hmm. They were not integrated. In they were segregated. I mean, black and white. I mean, back then, yeah, back yeah. in the 60s, sure. Yes. Before civil rights and all that, yeah. And the uh, fairgrounds, which was across the expressway, uh, black people could show up only on Thursday evenings. Hmm. It was kind of weird. At a certain time. Yeah. And then they could populate the park, and I assume white people probably left. Never showed up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What was that like, actually? I mean, living in that kind of environment in that time. I mean, a lot of young people today cannot relate. They hear this in stories and in school and everything, but to actually have lived through that where they had, you know, whites only drinking from this water fountain or they couldn't be in the pool. or Exactly. I mean, what? Oh, yes. Uh, and the the thing that was interesting was that, uh, Dr. King in the, uh, mentioned me in his uh, first autobiography. Really? Uh, Fun Town was now open. 
for blacks and, to come yes, in, and they were yes, welcome. Yes, okay. and uh, his family, I had him there quite a few times. So you knew him? Yes. You had met him? And I still get uh, calls every once in a while from Stanford University, mm-hmm. writing uh, something about Dr. King's uh, world. Yeah. The last one was uh, they were using his uh, uh, publications that he did from uh, jail. Hmm. I mean, it's, you know, you start out, you're a magician. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, next thing you know, you're a cowboy. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're a radio guy mm-hmm. and a television guy. And holy cow, uh, you're involved in the... Civil rights orbit. S- yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I mean... Out of all the things I've done, that's one of the things that I'm probably most proud of. Most proud of, I would imagine so. And um, at one moment in the the life of this amusement park, uh, it was, I think, three years from the time that I had been there, and um, I got fired. What? Yeah. Why? Because? Because a company from Boston... Uh, it was an Irish last name, and I forget what it is. Anyway, the uh, uh, they wanted to be on the uh, on the uh, stock market. Okay. And the only way to get there quickly was to buy a company that was on the stock market, and okay, they did. Okay, sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they spent a lot of money, and the only way they could get their money back was to sell whatever they had. And sure. One of the things they had was a bunch of amusement rides. Oh, theme parks. So they dumped them. Wait, you said rides. So theme parks or actually the rides in theme parks? Rides. They closed the park, sold the rides. I understand. That's what it was. Well, a lot of companies do that when they buy out something else in order to, yeah. they uh, standard standard, uh, route. And uh, as soon as that happened, uh, people from uh, a place called Lake Spivey outside of... uh, Outside of Atlanta, Doctor and Mrs. Spivey got in touch with me. He said, "Buddy, come in and let's talk." And the next thing I know, I was really out of work about two months. Mm-hmm. That was it. And uh, there, then we uh, uh, managed to make the next next year uh, the first swimming facility. Hmm. That was uh, okay for blacks to show up. Mm-hmm. And so there were blacks and whites who was segregated th- yes. at that point? I mean, yeah. integrated, pardon me. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Well, I was I was very proud of that. And the other one, I finally got it. Uh, they wanted to get out of the business. And uh, we got it sold to a bunch of Arabs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they were happy, and I got a bonus. And, and you stayed on with the company then? Uh, not no, I started an advertising Start, agency. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. We're going to get to that here in just a minute. I want to go back again to to uh, Dr. King. So when Martin Luther King was going through all the civil rights and the marches and Selma and all yep, of that, yep. uh, were you involved with any of the marches and doing any of that? Then too? I never got involved with any of the marches. Just the major product. Okay. Did it see that they were integrated? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Uh, wow, uh, in, and I misunderstood then also when you were saying that you were doing television uh, because this was a marketing idea. Uh, so the television was for the theme park, or yes. you were doing no? Okay, the theme parks. Uh, the first, and then uh, Ted Turner hired me in Atlanta. 
Okay. Uh, to do a children's program on television. Okay. On his, uh, what was it, who was his station? C- CMT or? Yeah. Well, TNT. Yeah. Turner. And uh, that was, uh, oh, it In was, the early days, I guess, when he was and, getting his network started. And also, it became the first show that was broadcast down to um, uh, Florida. Okay. So it was a regional thing, not just local to Atlanta. Right. Mm-hmm. It was the first show, a television show online. Wow, on, on the computer. You can watch this through the Internet. Kind yes. of, it was streamed? Yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah, so I was another one of those firsties. <laughs> it's hard, now, did hard you, to believe, yes. Did you have a... Uh, like a peanut gallery, you know, kind of a thing like Buffalo Bob did with Howdy Doody and all that kind of I thing, did. too? Okay. And Buffalo Bob was a good friend. Is that right? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. He was one of my heroes. Yes. I, I saw him once in my college. He came and brought Howdy Doody with him, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, I can die. This is great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. But he was uh, he was an inspiration you know, to me, very, you know, something part of my childhood. Is, just as I said at the beginning of this, I know that you were part of many other people's childhood as well because they grew up watching you now were you just on saturday mornings or like throughout the week every day or uh every, like bozo was you know every day for ted turner yeah uh, that's what i mean mm-hmm. just the weekend for the amusement parks yes but the amusement park was not the television thing that was where you were doing like a show on stage no 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 we did a television show for from the, from the theme park from uh well, it was in the studio, but it was presented as, yes. As if you were in the theme park, okay, because you were promoting the theme park. Was it similar t- from the standpoint you had a gallery of children there yep. in this weekend as well as the weekdays? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. How yes, did it yes. differ from the weekend versus the weekday shows? Um, you didn't have the, we didn't have the uh, the peanut gallery during for the week shows. The weekday shows, because yeah. the kids were in school, I guess. Yes, okay. Right, right. Now, and were they broadcast live, or were those recorded earlier? Or? All recorded. Okay. Yeah. And were they, I assume, half-hour shows? I believe the term taped. Taped. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and they were half-hour shows? Um, yes. 30-minute shows. And did you have cartoons to supplement that, or did you do magic? Never or? had any cartoons no, really. at all on these programs. So what did you do? I used the talent from the park. Okay. We had puppets. Mm-hmm. We had... Uh, That's a lot uh, of the, pressure. Yeah. The, uh, the, yes. For, for a quality content. Yes. Daily. And we had uh, singers. Mm-hmm. Talent, yeah, um, yeah. I I just used everybody that I could think of, uh, you know, that I knew, right. And it was it, it really was pretty good. I was proud of. And it. you did some magic also. <laughs> A little bit. A, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. Yes. What I mean. I was thinking back for an example to out the land, magic land of Alakazam, you know, with Mark Wilson and the kinds of things that he was always coming up with. And he was constantly, ha- you know, between him and Bev Bergeron having yeah, to come up with all these. And he had some other, a great crew of other people. I worked with uh, Bergeron, yes. Okay. Uh, and, uh, but Nanny Darnell, mm-hmm. come on. Yep. She just had her 90th birthday here recently. Yes. It was great. Oh, and, mm-hmm. she, and, she, and she's such a charmer. Isn't she? Yeah. Total, total. Yeah, and uh, their son Greg really is keeping that uh, that alive. You know, uh, the the legacy alive of yes. Magic Land of Alakazam. 
Yes. Um, and so it was a similar show, but my question, I guess, is about the kinds of people or who did you have that you consulted with that helped you with your other ideas? Because, I mean, I would think it would be difficult for one person to be coming up with something no, daily. It, it was one person. It was yeah. It was just you? It was Irma, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Was there some time in which you felt like you were up against the wall in which that it's like, okay, it's going to be in an hour, and my trick that I'm thinking of is not going to work. I'm going to have to scrap it and do something else? Uh, well, I, and in a lot of the shows, I, I used local magicians. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was, I cheated. Okay. So it didn't have to depend upon you every Oh, week. they it were is. so happy to be on oh, television. Of course, sure. Well, like uh, Billy Bishop doing mm-hmm. uh, the... Uh, show in chicago uh yeah what a what a good advertising gimmick as far as uh, Mm -hmm. making a living out of card tricks did you have people who came in from all over the country it wasn't just you say from chicago and you were oh yes if they're passing through okay so it's just they were coming through like working a trade show or they were just Whatever. Okay, so it wasn't that you had said, "Oh, I, I want to tap out this person who is right. in L.A." You know, I want to fly yeah. you to uh, here yes. for the day. Okay. And one of the other things that we did while we were in Chicago, and Billy helped me too, was the fact that we had a uh, the first. I've done a lot of firsts. Okay. Uh, we had the first uh, selling things over TV. Okay, kind of like what Marshall Brodine did with the TV magic cards kind of a thing, but you were the first of doing that. But it wasn't magic. It was product. Like what, for example? I I cannot forget. (laughs) Okay. The very first product was uh, Chia Pet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. And it's still going. Yes. It's still going, and it's... It's still growing weeds on a piece of clay. It's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, that's that's quite a product. And and uh, we Billy and I uh, also did another show that was called The Magic of Magic. It was uh, the first tape that I did. That word mm-hmm. you can't use tape. it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. uh, the first tape I did was uh, uh, How to Avoid Being Cheated at Cards. Hmm. Uh, Another one was the same thing, only phase two. Mm -hmm. And then Billy and I did one that was called The Magic of Magic. And that was a a big show where we did did the show on the stage. And um, then we went off stage, and uh, one of the stagehands wanted to learn how to do a magic trick. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what we were selling was this package, okay, that had tricks in it, okay, and it was sold in Walmart. It was sold in Kmart. It was sold in all over the darn place. Were they boxes like uh, yes, magic kits basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they were made in the U.S. They weren't made overseas. No. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did it have your name on it, or who should have the name of the advertiser? Or uh, no, we just uh, no, we didn't. Uh, you didn't brand you, it. You you got the tape, and te- the instructions on that tape said okay. how to do it. So mm-hmm. yes, our name was on it. Okay. And uh, I even sold it, pitched it on 
Oh, what's one of those other cell things on television? Uh, you mean like the uh, QVC? Yes. Those kinds of channels. Exactly. Yes, okay. yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Which, which, for those people who are listening overseas, QVC is a network that, oh, they have a bunch of things for sale, whether they're jewelry or bed yep. sheets and all kinds of stuff, and they tell you about the product, and then they have the price, and because if you buy right now, you get it for a limited pri- lower price, but you better hurry at the end of the hour or whatever, the price goes back up or yes. something. So. Yes, 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 yes. It, it, it was... That was fun. Only this time it was broadcast from L.A. Okay. And L.A. happens to be one of my favorite cities. Why is that? People don't believe me when I say that. No, because the traffic is the, one of the, some of the worst in the world there. <laughs> Do I digress when I was like 19? Okay. Uh, we'll go back, s- rewind here into history. Yeah. <laughs> Get in our time travel tube. Uh, when I was 19, I um, was able to... Talk another guy that worked at the television station in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. We were we were in the mail room. Okay, and we went not the email room, but the yeah. <laughs> mail room. We went to, we went to California, mm-hmm. and uh, got there after five days of travel in a twenty eight nineteen twenty eight Studebaker. I'm old. <laughs> and How old are you right now? I, are you 87? No, 80 freaking 9. 89. You look and, great. And uh, the, the nice lady in my life mm-hmm. uh, has already made uh, reservations in, in uh, uh, Blackpool, England, the mm-hmm. magic convention there. Mm-hmm. Airline You mean tickets. for this, this next year? Yeah. Okay, so you'll yeah. be there. I'll be there. Have you been there before? Have you attended no. Blackboard? Fun time. It's a great time. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. And, well, that's why she said, let's go there. Yeah, good. On my 80th birthday, she took me to London for the weekend. How cool is that? Did you go to the Magic Circle? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, as far as uh, all the tickets are all done, as far as the convention in uh, Liverpool, mm-hmm. I mean Blackpool. Blackpool, yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, you better not die. <laughs> so you have something to live for, right? Yes! <laughs> you always have to have something, you know, to look forward to in our lives. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's a sweetie. Boy. I want to go back a minute also because you had said something about working radio before television. So you were a radio announcer, and with that, were you like a, a drive-time talk show host or I what? I was never a radio announcer. Oh, I, I misunderstood. I thought you said first I, radio. Okay, I bought it. Oh. Okay, what? I bought the station. Yeah. Okay, so you owned the station, but you were not on it as a DJ or anything then? Well, I did commercials. Okay, things. right. But you were not an on-show host? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I also decided to go to school mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Okay. Can I say a little story? I want to hear one, sure. That's why we're here. I was in the military, Mm-hmm. Our side. Our side. Okay, yeah, good. That was a surprise. <laughs> For the good right. side. Okay. No, and... Was and this World War One or two? <laughs> you were the one saying you were old. <laughs> this is a test. <laughs> Had this been a real... <laughs> You'd be anyway, yeah, I was great. What did I say? I fought and I fought and I fought, but I had to go anyway. <laughs> and uh, ended up in uh, Europe. I was 
supposed to be a radio announcer. Oh. But they didn't let me do that. They okay. Let, they let me be a magician. What? Well. That's what I did in the military. Not USO shows, but actual for the yes. different troops. He went. Oh, heavens, yes. Where did you go? Like Germany or Germany? Yeah, they. I was supposed to go to uh, 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 Korea, but uh, mm-hmm. this was fifty, fifty, four, fifty three, fifty, early fifties. Yeah, fifty four. Okay, and uh, I was supposed to go to Korea, and somehow. Something happened. I don't know what, mm-hmm. but I was on an airplane. I was on a boat going to Europe, and that's how I ended up in Germany. And uh, we did shows in Austria, in France. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who did a, a little deal at the Eiffel Tower once. Up at the top of the tower? At the restaurant. Second, the restaurant? Yeah. Second level. Okay. Yeah. Like walk around at the tables? Yes. Or do you yes. do like a platform type of a Yes, and everybody show? was surprised that hmm. I didn't speak French. I said I didn't have to. Most of them were Americans. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. 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 There. Oh, and I've worked all over Europe. But when you were in the war, you were saying, and you went then to Germany, and you were performing for the troops, were you doing... Close up like that at the tables, or were you doing like a stand-up kind of a parlor show or nightclub show? I did dances. I did. (laughs) You were a dance man too. I was. Yeah. Uh I wasn't Gene Gene Kelly or. How did they know that you were a magician? Did you kind of let them know? I. Oh well, I. Did you were interested in that, or did someone say, "Hey, you ought to see Barney"? uh, 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 I see him, uh, Mr. Farnham, do this. No, I was, well, actually, I was, uh, uh, the first day that I was in Germany, in Frankfurt, Germany, uh-huh. and went to the uh, concern that I was, I, we went to the, uh, uh, to the uh, cafeteria, because we just trucked in, I was in my combat boots, and mm-hmm. all this and that, and there was a, a sign saying, talent contest, hmm. oh boy. Yeah. That's all. Just where do I sign up? (laughs) Yeah, so I went over there and I went to the uh, uh, the Playboys Club. That was Mm -hmm. actually where all the guys get together. Yep, that must have been the early days. The club. Yeah, and they wouldn't they wouldn't let me in the talent contest because they said you had to audition. Oh. Uh, and that was going to take place last Tuesday, and this is Thursday. You missed I, it. I'm sorry, you, you. We can't let you in. Hmm. And uh, I said, but I just got here, huh? Yeah. And there was an MP there, who also was a service club commando. Mm-hmm. Turned out, huh, he was from Buffalo. Okay. So that night I was in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it if I didn't win. You did? <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I, I, all I could think of was all those people that were, you know, in. And this was in uh, um, November. And they called me back to be in the big show mm-hmm. that was going to be in around. Uh, 
uh, all around Germany, Frankfurt area. Okay. And uh, like that, and it continued. And I remember one time that I got a call from uh, 7th Army headquarters in uh, uh, Stuttgart, Germany. Uh, buddy, uh, we'd like you to be the MC for the All-Army Talent Contest. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, oh, great. Um, what happens? They say, well, you MC all the things, and one of the winners will go to New York City. Had you ever emceed anything before that? Heavens, yes. <laughs> okay. So but, you were the right guy for the job. Uh, you see, I was 17. <laughs> and, I thought you had to be 18. And, but you, no, no, no. This was, this was uh, pre-Army. Okay. I was 17, and a buddy, a magician, said, who was in, uh, at the University of Buffalo, he said, we were looking for an MC for the big talent contests of the uh, sororities and fraternities. Uh-huh. 17. I'd never even been <laughs> on a university step. Yeah. And uh, I went up there and mispronounced all the different fraternities <laughs> and sororities. They thought I meant it. And, and I thought I was lucky to get away alive. <laughs> I really was embarrassed. Yeah. And I walked out, and it, before I left the lot, the same guy came running. They they want to know if you can come back next year. <laughs> they loved you. <laughs> yes. Who knows? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, have I ever been to a university? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there I am in uh, Frankfurt, Germany. And uh, by then, I have been in association with a lovely lady. Uh, her name was uh, Patricia Colbert. Colbert. Uh, she get her relative, I think, doing this, that night show. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Hmm. Only she called her name uh, Col- Colbert. Okay. And we're standing on the bridge about 10 o'clock at night over the Mind River in Frankfurt. Hmm. And she said to me, buddy, marry me. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I never made more than a buck an hour on a real job <laughs> at that time. And I, oh. And anyway, after a few moments in tears, she said, I understand exactly, but you have to promise me one thing, anything at that point. Mm-hmm. I promise you anything. Yeah. She said that you'll go to uh, to uh, to uh, college. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been for her, I never would have gone to college. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was because of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to try and go to the University of Southern California. I had to take... I, I've been out of high school now five years. I should have graduated when I was 16. But I was out of high school now for Five years, and I had to take that test Interest. again. Mm-hmm. ACT. Yeah, mm-hmm. and somehow I made it. Hmm. And uh, I went to the University of Southern California, and they took me. Okay. And I had, I didn't realize it was one of the most expensive schools in the country. But mm-hmm. anyway, my first day at college, 
you wanted stories. You got stories. Yes. Uh, first day at college, I bumped into this very beautiful lady sitting on the steps of where uh, I would have been taking most of my classes. And I still had a lump in my throat for Europe. And she was from uh, England. And she had this beautiful voice. She was a very beautiful young lady. Mm -hmm. And because it was English, I sat down and said hello. We, I found out her name was Catherine. Mm -hmm. And I said, you want to go have a cup of tea? And she said, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> and off we went. And on that basis only, I ended up, two months later, I found out she won two Academy Awards for Walt Disney. Uh, one was Alice in Wonderland. She was Alice, and they drew all the pictures from, from her. And the other one was uh, um, Peter Pan. She, she was Wendy. The same so she thing. voiced those. She did, she did mm -hmm. the voiceovers, but they did the uh, uh, the characters. They mm -hmm. did cartoons of uh, kind of based on them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and just wonderful. And I remember meeting her mom, and her mom said, uh, "What was your national heritage?" Well, I thought, well, if I say Irish. I'm a dead duck. That's not going to be good? Yeah, not for that English right. person. So I swelled out my chest and said, Welch, mm -hmm. which my mother is. Okay. And she said, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> well, that ended that. <laughs> so that was the end of that. He didn't pass the mother mustard, muster, I guess. <laughs> uh, but we continued for a while. I mean, it was... That was oh, what happened to Colbert. Oh, just con she came to college to see me, okay. make sure that I went there. But she didn't pursue that any further no. after you said no. No, okay. no. Okay. yeah, she found a doctor on a boat. Okay, and lived happily ever after. Love boat. Yes. There we go. <laughs> found love on the love boat. And uh, where was I going? You oh yes, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, when then, University of Southern California. I. I Applaud the place. It's in the heart of the showbiz world. Right. And I bumped into another lady who was working in a uh, men's store off just off of campus. And uh, her name was Jana Banana. Seriously? Okay. It was Jana Bryant. Okay. No, but we, <laughs> okay. Yes. And uh, I figured she was such a kind lady and she was working, so we got chummy and mm -hmm. everything. That's good. She's working, got a paycheck. Yes. Yeah. And she was a student, though. Yeah, but, okay. Had and, a part-time job. Yes, and it turns out that her godfather was Ronald Reagan. Well. Been out to the... Ranch? The ranch, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... Only in at the USC can you do that. Right. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, back to my world of advertising. I started my own ad agency in Atlanta, and it, it turned out to be 
one of the uh, uh, top three ad agencies. In Atlanta? In Atlanta. Really? Because I start out in advertising. I mean, I'm familiar with Foot Conan Building and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, all, all the others. Yeah, those are the... Big ones out in New York. Historically wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's always fascinated me. One of the top three. Now, I assume then that you were in all kinds of media. So you probably had your own producer and director. You had television yep. commercials you did as yeah, well as the print yeah, media yeah, yeah, and yeah. the buyer well, and all I that handled, kind of stuff. I so. handled the, uh, like the uh, NASCAR track for racing, okay. uh, the uh, sports car track for uh, mm -hmm. uh the itty-bitty cars. But you lived during the time, for those people in the U.S. who are familiar with the television show Mad Men, uh -huh. that was kind of your era. Absolutely. Could you relate to that show? Very much so. <laughs> very, I bet you got some good stories there, too. Very, yeah. <laughs> this is, no. My mother may be, no, no, there she passed away. I forgot that. Uh, but the, the times were wonderful. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had... Uh, Chick-fil-A used to be one of my clients. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, Ted Turner mm -hmm. was one of my favorite stations to go on because he was really... Uh, he was a media mogul. Yeah, not at that not time. Not at that time. He was just getting started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... He's we, probably still dating Jane Fonda back then. No, he didn't even know her. Oh, okay. Well, it was even before yeah. that. Okay, yeah. gotcha. No, he had a beautiful uh, wife who lived in... Uh, um, uh, uh, Charleston, hmm. uh, and she was gorgeous, and he had, uh, I think, two or three beautiful daughters. Yeah. And uh, it was like that, that he was just, he was doing uh, so every, he everything he could to keep the company going. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, because his father left him a, a signboard, I'll call it a signboard, Never mind outdoor advertising. Okay, uh, business, and it was floundering, mm -hmm. and everything else was floundering, and he managed to make it go. Hmm. Um, anyway, and obviously he got to be successful because he saw you and had you move, come down. Yeah, I, because he he figured, from Buffalo to to Atlanta. He figured yeah. that uh, the children market would right. carry him through. So interesting. He ended up doing a lot of children's shows. Yeah. What was the name of the show, by the way, in Atlanta? Uh, Buddy Farnan's uh, uh, Super Funnies or something. No. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, yeah. you should but, know. But it was my name on it. <laughs> okay. This yeah. was the first time, yeah. Uh, anyway, th with all of this stuff that's going on, we did the first uh, cable show in the country okay i did another one that was an experiment I, where i played uh, cards with uh, five different cities uh, okay hmm. uh and uh in real time yeah mm -hmm. and uh, uh well and this would have been back in the 60s yes okay yeah six early 70s okay yeah. mm-hmm uh, so you said you had a lot of firsts. What were some other firsts that you had done? Uh, in the shopping center business. Hmm. The, uh, the indoor shopping center or the strip malls? No, the indoor, indoor shopping center. Yeah, big, the big yeah, fans, the, the big, big malls. The big ad where they all had uh, uh, promotions. Mm -hmm. 
and you had to come up with at least two promotions every month, and yep. they better be damn good, otherwise you're going out the door. <laughs> okay. I had 15 malls uh, as part of our stuff. Right. Well, back then, malls were just growing about probably one or two a week around the U.S. Ah, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a telephone call. Uh, oh, I had a divorce. Okay. I, I acquitiated. You what? Acquitiated. Acquitiated. Yeah. I, that was my divorce. I've never uh, heard that term. I make up things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Acquitiated. You're killing me, man. Okay. And uh, uh, after that happened, I bumped into another lady because now I'm single. And uh, here is this. I was at a party, and they said, uh, buddy, uh, there's a lady over here that's not having a good time, and uh, 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 she speaks German. Can, can you go over and talk to her? We became good friends. Mm-hmm. Her name was Tanya. Okay. That sounds good. And Tanya was a smart sucker. And we became good friends, and uh, it was around Christmas time. Of what year? It would have been 74. Okay. I know that for a fact. Okay. And uh, she's home, and she gets a call from her mother. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, her, Tanya's real first name is Yvonne. Hmm. But she, oh, was her stage she, name or something? Or No. Oh, okay. Well, you're getting ahead of me. <laughs> Stand by, America. <laughs> anyway, the the fun part was she she got a telephone call from her mom back uh, in Germany. Yes. Okay. Her, they, they had actually she came from Bulgaria. Okay. And her mother had moved to uh, Germany mm-hmm. to Hamburg, and she said, "Why? It's the holiday season. Why are you home?" Mm-hmm. And Tanya said, "No, somebody's going to pick me up shortly." And her mother, like all mothers would say, well, most mothers would say, "Is he nice guy?" Or, yeah. yeah. She said, "What does he do's?" She didn't ask my name. What does he do's? <laughs> And Tanya is flailing around in her mind. What? How do I say in English? Uh, it's advertising, but in German, what is it? Bulgaria. How do I say it in Bulgaria? Mm-hmm. And she told her mother, I was a magician. <laughs> okay, completely different than advertising. Three Phone calls later that night, we send you money, you come home, and you marry her, your cousin. You ready for this? <laughs> okay. Prince Cinco. I got myself involved in the, the high and mighties of, that used to run Europe. Yes. You mean like the Habsburgs or something? Or what? <laughs> She's related to all of those people. All the royalty back then. Yes. Wow. And you had no idea, of course. None. Yeah. Uh, her father was, he was a, a, a duke, hmm. uh, which in German is uh, the f- first. 
And uh, uh, it, I mean, it just stunned me. I, we finally got married. Oh, did you? Okay. And so what does that make you? A marquise? Or or you have any title because of marrying into the family? Yeah, broke. <laughs> did I say that right? <laughs> broke buddy. Instead of Lord buddy, it's broke buddy. Go get a... Go get a <laughs> if you're going to the store, get a bottle of uh, wine, bring it back. The case comes in cases yeah. now. And... Uh, Anyway, uh, and that Tanya was something else. Um, but it was, then I found out all about all the things that she did. She was in the movies, hmm. uh, the German theater. Okay. She used to go out with one of the Beatles, Paul. Wow. She loved to talk about uh, spending uh, the summers at the the Bismarck uh, Resort at Lake Como in Italy. Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, been there lots of times. And all wow. these people. We would get it every once in a while, I swear. We got a telephone call. And I say, who is that? And she said, uh, Beatrix. I said, who is Beatrix? She said, you know, the lady who's going to be the queen of Holland. Oh, oh, that Beatrix. <laughs> and Beatrix has been the queen of Holland. Her son is now king of Holland. And no baloney. Do you ever call him up and say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is your, this is broke buddy. <laughs> yes, yes, send some tulips. Uh, anyway, um, the... the I told you my stories are really. Yeah, I could be lying through my teeth. <laughs> well, they sound great. That's and the lady that I'm currently with is just a gem because she didn't believe me either. Did you divorce the other one or did she pass? Uh, she passed. Okay. Oh, she told me it was going to happen. We had she no predicted her demise. We had no. Yes, she said we had no children because they would be. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It sounded like if she was going to marry her cousin, they probably had done a lot of that. It's, it was the it, it, uh, inbreeding that mm, came sure. from yeah. the who's who. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And uh, on that, she refused to have any children. Makes sense. Uh, and she passed, yes. Okay. Um, so, the next lady you were talking about. And uh, I bumped into a little lady. Oh, I... First of all, I say I came to uh, save another business. I, I, the first business, uh, the first big uh, uh, in Chicago was a place called Old Chicago. It was uh, owned by the Illinois Central Gulf Railroad. Railroad they, they funded mm -hmm. it. And they called this me. This was after that agency. Yeah. Uh, they called me. I, I gave the ad agency to my the lady that I divorced or okay. got divorced, okay, divested, and uh, she uh, a year later put it down the tubes. Hmm. She couldn't run it, right? Because okay. I wasn't there. You were, yeah, hmm. I wasn't there. Right. Unfortunately, yes, I got. I owed. I don't know, million-plus dollars. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and the I got a call 
from uh, Headhunter, and I ended up taking over the project in uh, uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. I ended up also doing movies in the property. And, uh, that you were I, producing, directing? No, no. It was the big wheels from, from Hollywood. Okay, but what, what, what was your involvement with those movies? Seeing that they got everything they wanted okay. to come there. And uh, that was really... I was back in the Los Angeles again, you know, mm-hmm. and and you said you really love LA. What is it about LA you love the most? Why why LA as opposed to Atlanta or Buffalo? Uh, stories. I had a lot of stories there. Okay, and apparently good ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. When when I was nineteen and I showed up there, I met. First thing I did is go to the uh, USO Club, which mm-hmm. was several blocks away from where we decided to hang out and uh, met the uh, I used to say uh, when people say why go why are you going to Los Angeles and I said because I wanted to meet Debbie Reynolds hmm. that first week I met Debbie Reynolds at the Hollywood USO wow <laughs> and uh, 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 have pictures to prove it it's uh-huh. at, at Etc. And also met another young lady who, whose name was Annie. Her name was Ann Patricia Leslie. For the record, anybody paying attention? I thought you were going to say Ann yeah, Margaret. Yeah. And uh, her uh, one night she said, uh, "My car broke down." Can you give me a ride home? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't have a car, but Al did, the other guy that I went there with. Mm-hmm. So we came and went down uh, this big, long street and up the mountains in Hollywood. And uh, another little zigzaggy street. And there it was, a beautiful English cottage. I expected somebody to be talking to me, but I, <laughs> they didn't. They spoke English. Yeah. And uh, here, here you are, and uh, it was a wonderful evening, and Annie said, you want to come in for a cup of coffee? So, oh, yes, this is the first house that we had been into since we got to California. Yeah. And we walked into the house, and high and behold, that's not the same as low and behold. (laughs) High and behold, the house went down three stories down the side of the mountain. Wow. And it used to belong to Bella Lugosi. Oh, my. uh, But now uh, the Leslies had it, and uh, Phil Leslie wrote... The Fibber McGee and Molly show. Oh, sure. For the radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. This thing right here. Yeah. yeah right. Right. And. Uh, I always had that closet full of stuff. Don't open the closet. Yes. Yeah. And everything that we did, eventually, uh, they invited me to come and live with them there. Wow. And you did for how long? Uh, the rest of the year. Okay. Because I got drafted. Okay. And 
and he took me to the airport in, uh, in, in the Burbank. Navy, Army, pardon, in the Navy, Army, Marines, Army, 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 Army. and uh, and he took me to the uh, Burbank Airport, which is still my favorite airport. I agree. And uh, as the plane pulled away, I looked at her out the window, still there. I cried like a baby. Mm-hmm. Horrible, 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 horrible. Anyway, and uh, then uh, that's when I went into the military. But before I went into military, I helped a friend in Buffalo refabric a little Taylorcraft airplane, which is really a kite with uh, wings, mm-hmm. and uh, went for a ride with the, the day after we f- finished the job, flew just reach have dinner with some friends and then came back uh, and their wind went up as we were going back make a long story longer uh we crashed the plane oh my gosh i fell out of a tree that i never climbed up <laughs> you landed in the tree yes. and fell out of the tree okay it, no the airplane fell out too yeah Went all the way down. Mm-hmm. I wiped out the instrument panel with my face. Mm-hmm. And uh, like that. That's why you're so handsome today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a recording. <laughs> and uh, what, what did they used to say? They still say it. I've have, I have a face for radio. Face radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, and anyway, that adventure into the, the military, military out of it, into the right the school business, and then the the uh, the, the uh, adventures with uh, integration, uh, and then uh, into advertising and yeah, and all that, and, and meeting another. I, I got a call while I was in Chicago because I was through with that one. They. They said here, and they gave me my bonus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a call from somebody that I had done a lot of business with. They were Christmas decor people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a call, and the lady, nice lady, said, Buddy, we would like to ask you if you would come and join our company. Uh, ooh, that sounds good. Uh, she said, we don't know if we can make payroll next week. You want to come? <laughs> yeah, how now, attractive is that? I yeah. know that that's the time you can make a good deal. Yeah. What did I have to lose? I said, yes. Yeah. Well, their company ended up, they were, when I left them, they were millionaires. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Met a little girl. She was four foot eleven and three quarters. That's almost five feet. That's Linda. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Linda found me interesting. Mm-hmm. And just to tell you the kind of girl she was. She was a hippie. Mm-hmm. And one day the boss who owned the place. He didn't run it really. Was accusing one of the salespeople that they had cheated on the darn uh, expense report. 
it was like ten dollars, whatever it was that he was accused of. Right, and it, the, the ladies ran into the Johns and locked the doors. It yeah. was it was a tumult to beat all tumults. Right, and it settled down, and he walked into Linda's office, purported supposedly to have her type of uh, memo. A memo or something. And when he walked into her office, she had a water pistol <laughs> filled and emptied it in his face. Okay. She wasn't going to let him get away with it. <laughs> and the next day I arrived back, and Evelyn, his wife, said, Buddy, I'm so happy you weren't here yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said, Did you want me to fire Linda Jones? And she said, "No, but I'd appreciate, I'd appreciate if she found another job, mm -hmm. a southern way." <laughs> and we're doing shopping centers and malls. It took us a week and a half to get her a brand new job as the marketing director at one of the malls, mm -hmm. and it was uh, uh, the largest mall between Atlanta and Washington. Mm -hmm. And they paid her a lot more money. And eventually, in buying Christmas stuff, I switched to another company. And we both competed the original company, which was called the Howard Harrell Company, in Forest City, North Carolina, mm -hmm. originally called Burnt Chimney. <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, and we, anyway, we ended up being competitors for a Christmas decor program. Hmm. Uh, budget was about three hundred fifty thousand mm dollars. -hmm. The add-ons ended up taking it up to five hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah, and I won. <laughs> it was Linda's mall. Oh, but she didn't make the decision she knew it would be terrible if she did yeah yeah and she made the boss do it the guy that owned the place interesting and we won now during that time it kind of bringing you forward to where we are then today uh did you continue to always have magic as far as not just a profession but that also was the magic word yeah i mean when you're a salesperson and you show some dude uh a magic trick or mm -hmm. something. The next time he sees you, he doesn't he remember you. your name. Right. You bring the magician in here. Right. Yeah. And everybody else said, well, come on, he just got here. Everybody tells jokes, but not everybody does magic. Yes. That differentiates the salesman from all the big rest. Big time, big time, mm -hmm. big time. Well, yeah. thank you for bringing that up. I, it, it was magic. Magic. Yeah. That, yeah. that really made you stand out from the rest. And I talk people into being interested in magic mm -hmm. and out of being a magician. Hmm. I want you to go to college. I want yeah. you to get a good job. I want mm -hmm. you to get involved in something that's uh, because you're always hustling for another show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, 
Well, that's the job of a magician is to get the next job. Yeah, if you're not into advertising, if you're not into marketing, if you're not into, uh, you've got to struggle. You got a lot of birthday parties, and that's good enough. But that's not going to make you buy a car. Uh, to your point, I uh, have a lot in common from the standpoint of knowing I was in advertising also, and then in sales. And uh, sales is a lot what magic is. You're trying to get somebody to believe what you're selling them, basically, Absolutely. as being yes. the truth and better than what anyone else has available yes. to sell. So. Well, as we close over here, speaking of you, and you say the magic word, and that's true, since that's the name of my podcast called The Magic Word, what is it that is your philosophy of life? What is it that you live by? What is your magic word or phrase? What's important to you? Mm, I would say be a good guy. Mm, okay. I mean, you go far in life. Be nice, yes. No reason to be angry. And uh, just be a, a good guy. Yeah, good advice. That's great. Buddy, thanks for your time. Oh, you kidding? <laughs> this is great. What's an ego? What's an ego? <laughs> yeah. I certainly have whitewashed one and slapped it up here, yes. <laughs> no, it, it's it's all true, and it's, it, was, it is at 89. Mm-hmm. It's been a good story. It's really, I'm happy for those magic tricks. Right. A really good run. Absolutely. <laughs> great. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Buddy Farnham. This is Scotty Out. Thank you, buddy, for your time. I appreciate all your stories and everything. It was uh, fantastic. I hope that a lot of people who are listening to this who have never known Buddy and perhaps some other countries or perhaps younger people who, of course, never saw the TV show or went to the theme park or anything and knew anything about you have made a new friend now this week by getting to hear about your past and the influence that you had had on or the early days uh, pioneering of uh, magic on television here. So you're an important and legendary figure for our, our art, our community. And speaking of which, I want to draw your attention also. There was a video interview that uh, Mayor Yetted did with uh, Buddy. And if you go to the com for the blog this week, there is a place where you can click on that, and it will take you over to Mayor's website where you can have an opportunity to uh, see a little 17-minute video. And he tell some other stories that are different from I say different, additional stories from what he tells us here this week so until next week stay well, get booked and remember there's no need to get angry, just be nice and be a good guy or a good gal, this is Scotty out (laughs) 